Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello! Oh, then he said, and welcome to WrestleCulture. <laughs> Hello, my name is Adam Cleary, not Adam Wilborn, because he is not here. I am sat next to Andy Murray, who is here because Michael Sidgwick is not here, and Phil Chambers, who is here because Michael Hamplet is not here. None of us knew anything about this when we got in this morning. Welcome B-team, B-team. to the Raw <laughs> Review. If you're a fan of this sort of thing, but I should say not this sort of thing, it's normally good, don't forget to subscribe to our Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, AEW <laughs> Dynamite and Rampage, along with premium live events, a roundup of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, and once every six months we do interview somebody. But as I say, I am joined by Andy Murray and Phil Chambers to review Raw. Has mm. anybody seen Raw? Yep. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well you best take it away then, because being Phil Phil... <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while since we did one of these one yeah. of these uh, gimmick shows. But you know, if the, the big brains aren't here, us smooth brains are gonna <laughs> could probably get gonna... my brain is so smooth. <laughs> my... I should clarify. I do normally watch for, but I only do that while I'm editing ups and downs, uh-huh. so I can get all the screenshots yeah. and something like that. And because uh, otherwise, I'd have to watch it twice, and that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Six so hours. That's of your why day. I've not watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. No. Fair play. I mean, we're probably gonna grossly disappoint. <laughs> anyone looking for like a deep incisive level of analysis but we're going to hark back to a format we've used a couple of times in the past where i run through like a, a little play-by-play of the show and then we just have a laugh and see what happens um because you've got to remember if <laughs> unless you're like balls deep in the wwe content cycle you start seeing how not normal a lot of it is like as soon as you take any <laughs> level of a step back from it and you've missed well it was because of this last week and then this happened before once you just have a little bit of distance from it and you are reintroduced the questions just ask themselves, really, about, well, why why have they done that? Just why? What's the motivation here? Yeah, which is normally a good laugh. And this uh, show had some really wacky stuff that I'm looking forward to the natural and organic reactions to. And speaking of natural (laughs) and organic reactions, how about we start the show with Cody Rhodes? I mean, technically... What? (laughs) Technically... (laughs) Cody? Cody? (laughs) Flanked by Arn Anderson. (laughs) Cody hit the ring. Uh, No, technically it started with a video recap because it's a WWE show and you you goldfish don't remember anything, so we need five minutes of videos at the start. But yes, Seth the chef's in the ring and he's talking about how he's feeling like partying, but he doesn't want to do it alone, so out comes Cody, who, of course, he's going to face at WrestleMania Backlash, which we're still going with as a pay-per-view name. Uh, Cody, big pop... Uh, Rollins fired the crowd up. Keep chanting, blah, blah, blah. How's it feel to be on top of the world, Mr. Cody? Cody called uh, Buffalo Rhodes Country. This is a reference to him and Goldust beating Rollins and Roman Reigns for the tag team titles with Dusty by their side oh, all so those years ago. What incredible long-term storytelling. Oh, LTST hashtag. Uh, continued, Rollins was fanning about a bit. Rollins, uh, Rhodes was just luxuriating. Uh, in love the wonderful it. reception it's getting. It. It's a, a podcast canon as well. Oh, so look, it. we are like the other guys who you love. <laughs> <laughs> Shout-outs to the Michaels and Wilborn. They do a great job. Um, they, all of this basically. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, even if they don't do a good job, by the end of this podcast, you will feel like they do a good job. <laughs> Tweedledee, Tweedledum, and Tweedledum. It's, actually a, be- it's a, probably a good management strategy to every now and then start subbing them in and out so that you can genuinely appreciate how good they are. You, you, all, you, you have all got complacent at home. You're, you listen to this. You are complacent with the quality of broadcasting that three of those produce. It's normal to you. And we are here today to show you that it's not normal at all. Yeah, the purpose of this show is to actually spike listenership for the other shows once you realize how good they are. It's strategic. So don't come at me in no Twitter mentions. Uh, anyway, there's some back and forth here. Rollins 
Rollins is passive aggressive and weird in his usual self. He talks about how he helped make Cody a star in one night at WrestleMania. It was interesting. Jimmy Smith, I think it was on commentary at one point, said, oh, Cody's been away for six years, but he looks as sharp as ever because obviously he's been doing nothing for six years. Is Jimmy Smith the commentator's <laughs> real name? Or you just, is that one of those names you pluck out of nowhere because they brother. sound funny? It's, he's not a member of the Tony Bone family, no. He's... Uh, <laughs> He's Jimmy Jimmy Smith. He's a member of the bald community, so you put some respect on that. Jimmy man. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Rhodes told him to skip the foreplay and get to the point. It's a PG show, Cody. I don't know what you're. What script you're writing here? Uh, Rollins was complaining about mis- facing a mystery opponent at WrestleMania. wasn't ready. Blah blah blah. I'm better than you, despite what you might think. Uh, and Rollins said that he knew Rhodes' goal was to win the WWE title, but Rollins has already been there, and it made him better. The end result of this was Rollins coming up with a suggestion that if Cody thinks it's so easy to wrestle a mystery opponent, he should do one here tonight in Buffalo, New York. The crowd chanted yes. Cody accepted. And that was your opening segment. What a hook. What a hook. It's, uh, I mean, very difficult to pick apart a standard WWE opening segment, I think. But Cody continues to sound more like Cody than a robot, which is a compliment. Cody Robot. Yeah, there you go. Cody <laughs> Rhodes Bot. Um, so <laughs> Seth Rollins has the power to book this show now. And yes. It, and they didn't have... Pretty much everyone in Raw has the power to book Raw. They right. just kind of say things and things happen. Okay. And Adam they didn't and have... Sonya Deville are just useless, like right. middlemen. Yeah. <laughs> they had a slot free. And Cody's... So is it... To, well, we find out whose opponent is later on. You will. Is this, this is my favorite thing about this booking is that it means that basically they've got to the show going on air and they still have a massive gap in the actual show that's <laughs> going to be happening in a couple of hours. God, yeah, who's, who'd do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have two podcasts going out today and nobody was hosting them at 9 o'clock. Yeah. So that NXT preview is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Andy Murray, if you think it's so easy to just jump on a podcast with no preparation, how about you do it twice in one day? <laughs> It's mad that you can read all that, and I can picture exactly how it happens because it's just oh, yeah. the formula of WWE so much. You can even see now. where they're standing. I know, yeah, exactly. you? Like, you, you can, can see, see the, where the they're cuts, standing. The cuts. You can see when they turn to each other when Cody looks at the crowd. Like you can just picture yeah. it all. That's the thing. Like even it, it, this segment was pretty good, but like you could still write it with an algorithm, couldn't you? Yeah. Like you could create a computer program that writes every episode of Raw every single week. And it actually set up a main event, and that's more yeah. than they are like to do a lot of the time. So it is. I'll, yeah, I'll give it an up. That's it sure right. beats the days. <laughs> It sure beats the days of uh, the authority just coming down and, I don't know, destroying some baby faces. So, yeah. you know, I'll take it. Uh, then the crowd was hot. So I just I just don't like this laissez-faire work attitude of, oh, we'll just book it on the night. Someone will have beef. Someone will have a problem with somebody. What's, what's the main event night? Ah, someone will, someone will get into an argument. So it'll be somebody good, I presume. Yeah. Third, third hour of television, though. It doesn't need to be, you know, yeah. quite big. It needs to be one of your stars. Yeah. yeah, they're all like it. They're all like it. Well, wait till you see how that one ended up. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Cody loves a mystery opponent. Um, we'll see how that goes down. But yes, so the next segment on the show, something actually happened in this. So this is good uh, to talk about. Cool. Is Sasha Banks and Naomi retaining the Women's Tag Team Championships that, of course, they won at WrestleMania um, over Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, who've been trying to get this match for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but Rhea was absent from last week's show due to protocol uh make of that what you will uh but they got their match here they, they've been sorry it's, pro- it's protocol someone on nxt <laughs> <laughs> it's a new retribution <laughs> speaking of retribution t-bar was on this show but we'll get to him later on um what an interesting guy uh, <laughs> so it's a successful retention i guess uh for banks and naomi uh, it went through picture in picture or the, the ad break. Basically, like a minute into this thing, they were like, hey, here's an ad break straight away, brothers. Hope you enjoy the match. And we got about seven minutes in total. So, hey, seven minutes is quite a lot for the women's division these days. It surely is, especially I, the tags. So I remember when I used to do the NXT show, I used to see that picture in picture stuff a lot. And I genuinely found exposure to American adverts. Genuinely started to warp me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ate so much more fast food. And I was so much, I like, was almost a hypochondriac. Like, every. <laughs> Every other thing's like, do you have, are you tired? Yes, sometimes you might be dying. And it doesn't help that the, the fast food advert is immediately followed by a medicine advert, where by law, because it's all private companies, yeah. they've got to list the 7 million side effects that this drug gives you in this tiny little text yeah. that you can't read. So it's like, re- genuinely used to really stress me out having to watch yeah. those American adverts. Everything's like massive car, re- unbelievably delicious looking food that would kill me in six months. <laughs> and then just like, 
the most vague possible. Are you ever sad? Are you ever tired? <laughs> Did you get hungry once? Uh, yeah. Did you eat all that fast food and now have heartburn? <laughs> Take this pill, the heartburn will go away, but you will die. Um, so but anyway, picture in picture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was uh, Rhea, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan have been doing the the, the frustrated. Can they coexist? Not not really. Can they coexist? But they've shown signs of falling apart recently. They tell stories, tension. Been yeah, that. Stuff. Yeah. All over the place. Bad stuff. Bad. Yeah. We're not allowed to swear, are we? Because yeah. Wilburn will get angry at us. Bat, but what's a bot? Is it like they have bats? It, well, bat that, this works on two ways. Huh? Bat poop. Poop? Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, it's been mental. Oh, right. Oh, it's been, it's been bad. <laughs> it's not been good. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought you meant like so, they had bats or there was like <laughs> it was it was bat themed because they're goths or something. I was like, what? Well, they did I mean, dress they pretty up. Much at Mania, yeah. yeah, they dressed up. Liv Morgan is selling her whip. From WrestleMania. Yeah. Can I just say, I, there's nothing <laughs> funnier to me, right? And I think we, we can all agree, as three straight men, that straight people are hilarious when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> when, they put, when they put on all their dominatrix gear, and you've got loads of, like... You've got loads of people being like, oh, they're just, they're just so cool. Like, oh, my God, they're like, oh, my God, imagine having friends like that. It's like, the implication is clearly that they are, they are screwing. Like, that's, fi- that's fine. They're allowed to do that. You haven't just got to say, oh, they're, maybe they're roommates. Maybe when Liv Morgan takes Ray Ripley to her parents for Christmas, it'll be like the implication. The implication was 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 filth. It was fine. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. I mean, this, exactly. this whole story has basically gone from them dressing up as dominatrixes yeah. at Mania and Liv Morgan leaping into Ray Ripley's arms yeah. and everyone going, "How wholesome this is!" It's how wholesome. No, two it's not. Weeks they're later, in love. <laughs> to two weeks later, and throughout all this, Liv Morgan just telling Rhea Ripley how beautiful she is all the time, and Rhea just being a bit. Uh. Yeah, and then now they're breaking up, and it's, <laughs> it's two weeks later. It's a. Uh, Good bait for creepy people with fiend avatars. Yes, that's this the stuff, one. This stuff. But um, our alts. <laughs> <laughs> shockingly, um, the baby faces lost. There was no. a mistimed. <laughs> no, not a mistimed. <laughs> a mistimed move. Wait, you're telling me Sasha Banks and Naomi are heels now? Oh, oh yeah, wait. <laughs> Good point, Phil. <laughs> I, should, I should pay more attention to what I'm running through. <laughs> But Good yes, uh, Morgan and, uh, and, and Ripley—they had a mis- they did their electric chair bulldog thing, but there was some miscommunication, oh, uh, that, some mistimed stuff uh, that didn't really work out. Blind tag to Rhea Ripley, she comes in, helps Morgan hit Naomi with a power bomb. Ripley follows up with the riptide, but Morgan failed to hold off Banks, who broke it up. Uh, we then got the combo finisher from Banks and Naomi, uh, Banks pinning Ripley to win the titles. Afterwards, big argument—we've seen this from oh, no. from these two recently. Um, Ripley was complaining about the broken up pinfall and and all of this stuff, and then she just she just beat her up, she beat her up, put her down, hit her with the riptide. That looks like a heel turn. Uh, Sarah Schreiber asked her afterwards, uh, tried to interview her, but Ripley said no one's getting an explanation. There's been reports recently that maybe she'll be joining the Blue Man Group with Edge <laughs> and Damian Priest. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But for now, uh, that's a heel turn and a tag team splitting up, which is a very good day for content creators because that is a bunch of keywords That's for your website. Right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we combined it into one article. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, joking aside, yeah, they've split. I think this is kind of a shame in a way because when they put these teams together, right, you know this is this is the goal. This is what they do. Yeah. Um, it's going to happen eventually. But Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan have a bit of chemistry and they seem to be having a good time together and all of the implications. Well, as you said on the news this morning, quite astutely, I thought, Andy Murray, that they throw this stuff together all the time. Now, whether or not it's simply just if you throw enough tag teams together, eventually you're going to accidentally stumble across one with chemistry. But nonetheless, they had stumbled across one with a big chemistry. People seemed to really like this for both of them. People seemed to really like it as a unit. I'm, I'm saying people. I mean, I've heard around the office that this was quite good. That's about the, that's about the level of it. So <laughs> as soon as it's like, well, all right, it didn't win at Mania. But it's a good use of the pair of them. If you're not going to throw either of them into a single thing, then why not? You've got a women's tag division. You might as well get a long-running thing out of it. But no, they've had a bit of chemistry. I hate tag teams as a concept. So split them up. We'll get a really, really underwhelming singles feud now, which will build weirdly, build inconsistently, and then not even paid off at a pay-per-view. It'll end up being on, on Raw or something and just... Take us all this time in it. In the same way that you don't need to watch that Seth Rollins Cody Rhodes segment because you can see it. You can <laughs> yeah, see you can exactly, exactly what's going to happen here. Yeah. One of them's going to get forgotten about in all of this. The other one will then use the momentum from the squash they managed to do on Raw. Either Morgan will roll her up or uh, Ripley will just batter her. That's going to be how it goes. And then they'll go into a title match for one C level pay per view. And that's it. <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty much. My favorite thing about this <laughs> was not what happened on the show. It's what happened afterwards. And Sasha Banks on Twitter just said, tweeting out saying, oh, I guess we'll have to go after RK Bros titles too now in playing. <laughs> so you may as well just unify them all because there ain't anyone else for them to go after. Uh, again, another thrown together tag team. Because would watch that, by the way. To do. Would watch that, by the way. I'd 100% watch that. Sasha I'd watch Naomi and Sasha Banks versus yeah. RK Bro. Sasha Banks versus Matt Riddle would be <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're just more thrown-together tag teams. They don't care about this division whatsoever. Is there... Who's left? Naya, Na, Natalia... Arkebro? <laughs> yeah, Natalia and Shayna Baszler, another yeah. thrown-together tag team. Realistically, all I think they can do in the situation is they'll just bring Bailey back, and the story will be, but I'm your friend. <laughs> there won't actually be a tag team match about it at all. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll get rid of the belts. They'll put it on, I don't know, Dana, Brooke, and Tamina. Who's, who's Natalia tagging with? Shane and Baszler. Yeah. Let's do that. Because why not? They both yeah. have hearts in their nicknames, I guess. Yeah. 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 Bits. They have hearts in their nicknames. Well, uh, <laughs> Black Heart and the Queen of Hearts. Queen, Queen of Hearts. I thought genuinely, I thought Shane Baszler was Queen of Spades. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've ruined we've ruined yeah. our lives. Tommaso Champ has the Black Heart. Oh yeah. I'm what sure have Shana we done? Baszler had some kind of heart in. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> They're the back by the end of the week. The back by the end of the week. Don't worry. We might have situated back tomorrow. That'll, uh, yeah. that'll alleviate part of this. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, Sonia Deville, right? She's she's feuding with Bianca Belair. That's the Raw Women's title feud at the moment. Uh, started last week. Sonia basically booking herself in the title program, which is, <laughs> yeah, she's the heel authority figure, but she's been wrestling as well. Um, she's been back in the ring, um, albeit on like a part-time schedule. But here we are. Uh, she's in the ring. She's talking about never giving up on being a fighter. She was forced into this authority position and when she watched Wrestlemania she knew she wanted to face Bianca uh, she called her the best and that's who she wants to beat it's nothing personal it's just business so remarkably straightforward verbiage for a WWE character on TV yeah. Um, verbiage yeah. good word yeah there we go oh, I've got some tremendous verbiage from Edge's segment for you oh. <laughs> quoted it baby um, so Bianca comes out obviously Belair comes out uh Deville warns her that there will be repercussions if you put your hands on me. Uh, the crowd are like, do it, do it. It's just good face heel stuff. Uh, Belair suggests that they have the title match right now. Deville said that she didn't want to wait three years to finally get her opportunity, and she, I believe she called it a rusted-out suburb of New York. Put some respect on Buffalo's Pop. name. Pop. Yeah, good wings, good wings. Uh, Deville suggested that they have the match somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so. that, I genuinely believe that they would have said that last WWE scripting. I phrased that really weird. Why don't we have it somewhere, sometime, in our place, but not tonight? <laughs> somewhere where a billionaire loss would be extra sweet, uh, and that's going to be her hometown next week, Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Deville said it was going to be a quick loss for Belair. Of course, drawing a line between Sonya Deville and Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. This time in front of her family. That's just cruel. Sonia Deville. Uh, Belair was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with a KOD, you rascal. Uh, but Bill, uh, Deville was like, hey, put me down or else. And that was it. She threw her down. Uh, Deville left in the ring. Bianca Bills, uh, having won the segment, I guess. Uh, the crowd were into this. Uh, it's an interesting match. Sonia's been back in the ring, obviously. She took the long absence after the, the horrible situation yeah, yeah. Uh, the other year that we won't go over. Um, not seen a lot of her, though. There have been shorter outings, tag outings. Screwy outings when she was messing with Naomi. She had the tag team match with Ronda Rousey, of course. Uh, lots of interesting stuff going on. Interested to see what she does in a, what will presumably be a longer match. Um, but, you know, they was it last year they booked Adam Pearce in a world title feud with Roman Reigns and then immediately pivoted yeah. away from it. I wonder if they've got <clears throat> similar shenanigans up their sleeves for this. Just the post-WrestleMania sort of landscape in WWE is always really, really weird because you can tell that they are open to trying things, but at the same time, you can tell they also want a lot of little stop gaps because they don't want to start running into... They've kind of got people who don't do anything for WrestleMania who need cycled into the show and cycled out, but you can't not use the people who've had big WrestleMania, so you end up cycling them into title feuds with people who... Like, I, I love Sonya Deville. I was you really, really, like, underused in a time in that company, but... Is that who, if you could have, you know, laid out the entire landscape of that division, who do you want Bianca Belair going into immediately mm. after the WrestleMania thing? It's not Sonya Deville. Or if it is, you've got to use Sonya Deville a lot better on the way into that. So, good for them. I'm sure they'll do a good job <coughs> with it. It'll be nice. And it'll just be a random television title defense. You know exactly how they go. Again, 
next week, and th- that's it. It's just I'm I'm, str- I'm struggling to get any blood flow for this one. Yeah. I don't actually mind this one so much. Like that's it. I don't mind it. Um, I think like you've got Sonya Deville, who is about as heel as heel can be at the minute in WWE, which mm-hmm. you kind of need going up against yeah. Bianca Belair. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it's just going to be a little stopgap on yeah. Bianca Belair's yeah. journey where she just beats her and kind of moves on. Whereas I think they can do a hell of a lot more with Sonya Deville. Like the Naomi stuff was fine, I guess, as a way of getting her back into the ring, but just went on forever and never really had a proper ending. Yeah. And then she got murked by Ronda Rousey really, really, really quickly. Where if you built that... Murked. Yeah. <laughs> murked. All right, Ali G. <laughs> Whereas I genuinely think if you built that properly, you could have got like at least a pay-per-view match out of Sonya versus yeah. um, Ronda Rousey with their legit backgrounds and yeah. things. Um, and now you're moving on to this, which also feels a little bit last minute and thrown together. I just want them to put a little bit more effort into a Sonya Deville storyline. I think she can be a genuine challenger yeah. if you actually give her a chance. Imagine that as well, if they sort of made her look, uh, look fairly legit against, like, really gave Ronda a match. Yeah. And then you put her in this and say, like, oh, well, she did actually go quite like, far. Elevate her and yeah, then bring actually, her up to the top where you yeah. think, oh, maybe this is a chance. And then, but, yeah, almost like it's <laughs> dead easy. Yeah. <laughs> is it, are we getting too far ahead of ourselves by assuming that this will be Bianca winning? It's, she's in her and she should win. Obviously, she's great. We love her. She's fantastic. Great match at Mania. She's in her hometown. She's in her hometown <laughs> next week, and WWE are bastards in people's hometowns. I mean, there's no way she loses it. It might be a screwy finish, yeah, but there's yeah, no yeah. way she loses that oh, yeah, title. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not ruling that out, brothers. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm going Surely for the, WWE. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> come on, WWE. It's booking 101. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But um, chaos is always an option in this company. No, this I, true. This I, I've true. just realised that I. I can say or claim absolutely anything I want because I'll, I'll not be doing the review for next week's Raw. So <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Chaos is always an option. Until this thing does like 50k listeners and we'll find a new format. Bring the team back. <laughs> Randomly babbling about something we don't really know about. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we, we, we go backstage. Uh, no, we don't. No, we don't. Veer's here. <laughs> hey. How could I forget about Veer? He finally came a few weeks ago, which is good. Um, it's been sorry, a while for him. Sorry, what? Yeah. yeah. He's been trying to come for a long time. Old Smurf really balls. Uh, it finally like, came. Feels like more of an NXT thing. Day after Mania. Do you remember <laughs> Emelina a few years ago? I remember Emelina. Vignette, 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 vignette. Debut. Denounced the gimmick. Went away. Yeah. yeah. Veer actually broke the record uh, for <laughs> longest gap between the vignette and the debut. Oh, but is he's this, here now? Right. I did hear a bit. I've seen a bit about this. It was becoming a bit of a meme that they were advertising. Yeah. And yeah, just yeah nothing yeah, ever yeah. happened with it. Yeah. That was kind of funny. Like every week, it was like. They went through it. It was Veer is coming to Raw, and it was just like footage of him standing there looking. He, he's yeah, got yeah. a cool look. He looks tough. Standard stuff. Yeah, but like uh, for a while, they would they would change the verbiage just slightly. So instead of Veer is coming, it would be like Veer is making his way <laughs> or biding his time or stuff like that. It was a fun meme, and then they ruined it by having him actually show up. But anyway, <laughs> who is he? <laughs> what's his, his crack? He is uh, formerly of Indusher. Uh Oh, so he. Okay. He's uh, he was in the alliance with Jinder and Shanky before the draft, and then they split them up. Shanky and Jinder are now on SmackDown. Veer is now here, squashing this guy Jeff Brooks. <laughs> What's a superstar name if ever I heard one? Uh, right, so I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This whole Veer is coming thing sounds like it's more NXT. Jeff Brooks sounds like a Bournemouth player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff Brooks got his ass kicked. I, I assume he's a local competitor. Yes. Okay, uh, about a minute. Uh, clothesline, camel clutch, done. Submission win. Holds it after the bell. Officials broke it up. Phil, what do you reckon of Veer? I mean, fine. Squash <laughs> matches are good. Did they do anything with... Was it The Miz that he came in on? Oh, and the Dominic Mysterio, wasn't it? Can we stop saying came, came. Home, please? Yeah. No, he came all over Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> um, <laughs> put him in the hospital last <laughs> week, didn't he? Yeah. Give him a stretcher job. I guess they did nothing with the Mysterios on this show? No, no sign of the Mysterios. Um, cool. Ray, <laughs> story Ray, Ray's been. There was something to do. I can't remember the news story. Um, I covered it, so I should remember it. Um, but I think Ray missed last week's show, so there's something going on with him. I guess they're going with the idea of maybe the Mysterios being put on the shelf by Veer, and then they'll maybe do, maybe they'll do Veer versus Ray, which was on the books last week but didn't happen. Um, but yeah, Veer, Veer's here. I, 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 I like his look. The squashes are cool. Um, yeah. Cautiously optimistic until it becomes bad. Until he wrestles Ray at WrestleMania Backlash and loses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, inexplicably in four minutes. 
Adam, do you have any enlightened thoughts on Veer? Not one. Okay, <laughs> fair play. Uh, we go backstage, and hey, we're still in the first hour of the show somehow. Uh, wow. <laughs> Sonia's uh, talking to Adam Pierce, her co-authority figure, about uh, Belair putting hands on her. Uh, Pierce said they will take action uh, against Belair, but DeVille should be worried about her own repercussions. Higher-ups in WWE are not happy about DeVille abusing her power. She's I mean, engineered. I was going to say, if you're going to punish Bianca, then you probably shouldn't have punished Sonya from last week. And she'd, she'd probably be exactly. fired by now because she's an authority figure who's just going out and attacking random wrestlers. So, you know, it seems like a really easy HR <laughs> issue to yeah. sort out. WWE's HR department really <laughs> lacking. Um, Belair came in, uh, offered to pay the fine there and then, held up a $1 bill, which was quite funny. Give it to, <laughs> give it to Adam Pierce. Uh, Deville couldn't believe this. She was like, it's only a dollar. What's going on? Uh, Adam Pierce said, I did it by the book. And Sonia was upset. So uh, we transition away from here and the, the Jeff Brooks is getting taken away on a stretcher. Poor guy. Veer is making a habit of stretcher stretcherizing people. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the, I guess the subplot of the Deville. Stretching all over the place. <laughs> yeah, stretching dudes and taking nudes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What is happening? What are we doing? I, just, I don't know what any of this is. Has he, has he actually noted on anyone? Like, is that no. right? It's just, it's just repeated use of the word stretching dudes out, yeah. and coming on Raw, and it was good. It was good headline stuff for several weeks. Is yeah. you're finally going to come? Because right, okay, you know, good, not, good engagement. Good right. engagement. I just, I don't know anymore. It's been a lot. I could be sitting here laughing, thinking oh, that's funny. It sounds like. <laughs> It's like he spaffed on the show. It actually has. Up all over it's ultimate mark of disrespect. I'll, I'll you wouldn't make, get that in the first hour, though. I'll make, your hour I'll make your towel. I'll make your towel. Hold it after the bell, and then I'll just. <laughs> that's it. There's no coming back from that. I love these shows. Just, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. That could be true to me. I mean, we've had puke. <laughs> May as well have. Whatever. <laughs> Cheers, I, I definitely, if you go back through, <laughs> if you go back through, there will definitely be some kind of like spunk storyline that they'll have done mm-hmm. at some point. I can't think of it to hand. <sighs> we've had we, we've had poo. Yeah. And loads of poo. Loads of loads poo. Of poo. Love we've poo. had puke. We've done puke. Yeah. Has there ever been a, must a have little, been, it must have been a little jizz storyline going on been. in a while? Must have been. Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but don't at me in that, please. Uh, also, it's interesting to know that in WWE, if you want to beat up your boss, it only costs you a dollar. So Steve Austin Easy. presumably yeah. uh, presumably got off okay in the Attitude Era. But, um, so, or, all right, this is going to blow your wig off, right? <laughs> this is going to blow your head into a different stratosphere. Uh, the KO show. With Ezekiel, are you aware of Ezekiel? Have you, have you, uh, is, you must um, be aware of Ezekiel. To this guy? This is, it's, it's, what's his face? It's, uh, it's Elias. Randy Savage. Randy, it's Elias. No, no it's not. <laughs> Elias' brother. It's smooth Elias. Elias' brother. Elias' yeah. smooth brother. Yeah. Right. Yes. Is, uh, Elias' <laughs> baby boy, uh, Ezekiel, or baby brother, um, Kevin Owens invited him onto the... Kevin Owens has been getting all... like the, the story is that Kevin Owens is insane and he's the only one who thinks it's Elias. And it's... it's Kevin Owens is literally the only man in the universe that could make this stuff work. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like you do this with anyone else, it would... I mean, you might already think it's a bomb. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you do it with anyone else and it's an abject disaster. But because it's Kevin Owens and he's the best... I've been getting a kick out of it. Yeah, I kind of enjoy it it as well. It makes no sense how he can make this work, but it just goes to show how good Kevin Owens is. Exactly. And for this segment, he roped in another guy who's capable of making ridiculous nonsense work in Chad Gable. Um, Kevin Owens wanted him... Why does he kill to do a lie detector test? That's the basis of this KO show. He knows he's Elias. He wants to prove it with the polygraph gimmick yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they come in, Chad Gable's there saying it'll be objective, all of this, uh, but when it's done, he wants to beat Ezekiel <laughs> in a match. Out comes Ezekiel in his clean shaven with the trunks. I still can't get used to this guy's look now. It's it's really weird. Very strange. He doesn't suit having a clean face, not does at he? All. Um, Owens welcomed him as Elias. Ezekiel said, I'm not Elias, I'm his younger brother. Owens isn't buying it, wants him to admit the truth. Ezekiel says, who wants to hear the Zeke speak? <laughs> Which is quite funny. Who wants to hear the Zeke speak? <laughs> quite that's funny. so good. <laughs> Owens was like, hey, that's so very... You have a spiel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Owens pointed out that that's very similar to Elias. Very observant. Uh, Kevin Owens there. Um, Chad Gable went in... 
he asked him if Gable Steveson was a spoiled brat. Can't um, wait for that Gable versus Gable when it gets to keep the name. Yes. So we get... It's gonna happen. We get, we get Chad. Chad. <laughs> yeah. It's like when Big T and Booker T fought for the rights to the letter T, which was something else. Uh, Too bad. So... <laughs> Owens told him to focus because I'm paying you 150 Canadian dollars for this. What's that? What's 150 Canadian dollars? It's not as much as US dollars are worth. Genuinely, no idea. More, I think. But yeah, that's that's the the price for a lie detector taste. Taste that they just sat there and licked each other. It was really weird. Uh, <laughs> ninety quid, ninety quid. Okay, bargain. It seems it seems cheap to me. Should we get one for the office? Let's do it. Who we put through it first? Wilborn. Yeah. Why not? Why were you off all? One hundred seventeen dollars America. I should remember that most of our audience is American, doesn't it? So oh, yeah, there, there you go. go. There you go. Uh, Canada in the mud. <laughs> we got into it. You don't get this level of. <laughs> Uh, but nobody, but nobody Googles anything when they normally do it. Exactly. But no one Googles American dollars. <laughs> so Gable, Gable, who's wearing a lovely sweater, by the way, and a pair of glasses, um, asked if Ezekiel was his name. Ezekiel said yes. Gable asked if his older brother was Elias. He said yes. The results showed that he was telling the truth. So in canon now, uh, Kevin Owens is going insane, and this isn't really Elias. Uh, Owens was pissed. Uh, he uh, he re-asked the question, "Is your well?" He said, "Is your name really Elias?" Ezekiel said, "No," and he was still telling the truth. Uh, Owens blamed this on Gable. <laughs> he told him to leave. Said he wasn't paying him his ninety pounds. His- Wait, so sorry, sorry. So Chad Gable provided the lie detector test. Yeah. Yes, he wh- as part of the uh, Alpha Academy business plan, I guess. He also did. <laughs> I was going to say, where's this coming from? What? Why, why is Chad Gable? Chad Gable to- is police. I guess he is the police. Yeah, he is the popo. Right. I guess is the. Thing we're going with here. Porky G. (laughs) Gee whiz. Ezekiel called Owens the biggest liar in WWE, uh, saying he's happy to be having his first match right here in Buffalo, New York. Hey, Owens Owens called Buffalo Canada's landfill. Um, (laughs) Really insulting to people's towns these days, isn't he, Kevin Owens? You should learn from the last time you insulted a hometown and got beaten up by some bald guy at WrestleMania. <laughs> um, who's from Buffalo? Oh, the Butcher! That'd be a cross-promotional angle. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Owens got in Ezekiel's face. Ezekiel's like, hey, try it, pal. Uh, Owens pieced out. Gable knocked down Ezekiel. Then we had a match. Which won? Which was won? By DQ. Because, of course, it was. Right, sorry. No, wait. Right. Sorry. Look, can we just back up <laughs> So, the feud... Is Kevin Owens thinks Ezekiel is Elias, and that, that's yeah. that's the source of the tension. That that's the narrative yeah, yeah. driving force behind it. Yeah. Yes, Chad Gable provided a lie detector test for for this purpose. Yeah, well, what's his dog in this? Fight? Well, why is, he, he has was not, paid. He's not been dollars a part of this he, at right, all. So, so Chad, Chad Gable got involved in this because he was paid to provide a lie detector, which is a service he offers apparently. Yeah. for this, which showed that a lie uh, Ezekiel was telling the truth and yeah. is not in fact Elias. <laughs> yeah, that led. To a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Tension between Kevin Owens and Chad Gable because he was like, oh, you're doing it. Um, for some reason, instead of me going to a legitimate live sex place, I've used you, a man I just no, work, I know I work with. And I'm annoyed say. that it's not been done, in my eyes, correctly. Yeah. But he left. Yeah. And then the match was Chad Gable, Ezekiel, <laughs> which was a DQ finish. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody paid wrestling storyline writer came up with that for this show, and that's that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you laugh, but I'm pretty I've certain got, it'd be entertaining. I've got a stress <laughs> headache. <laughs> trying to just work around this. I've got... Like, Chad Gable's been on a hell of a run recently. Yeah. And Kevin Owens is just randomly making this work somehow okay. out of the blue and I have okay. no idea how he's making it work. Oh, well, I want to All he has stress. to do is stand there with a shaved face and it's uh, kind of funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> funny my my tone of voice here should not be used to imply that I don't think this was good. Merely that <laughs> Just it, that it, was that it existed. Written. I don't get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the match ended uh, when Otis came in, of course, uh, and clobbered Ezekiel when Ezekiel was going for a single leg crab. That's the DQ um, after this, Byron Saxton being Byron Saxton was like, yeah, you know, I really don't think that that's Elias. And Jerry Lawler, who's been on commentary these past few weeks. Sorry. Sorry, I you, forgot you, to you, mention that. Sorry, you, you're mentioning <laughs> this now? Yep. Jerry Lawsuit. Jerry, Jerry Lawsuit, uh, the Krang, has been on commentary. Corey Graves got married to Carmella, so yeah. he's been away. Doing right. wedding if stuff. his commentary this week is anything like last week, it's not been great. <laughs> no, no. Just uh, putting Jerry Lawler on Raw when NXT yeah. is this horny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's the exact demographic of yeah. the people yeah. that watch it. He meets the average age of the yeah. NXT viewer, so there you go. Um, putting him on Raw when NXT is full yeah. of puppies. <laughs> Here we are. Wow. I guess he likes Ezekiel. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this stuff, like, it's it's ridiculous nonsense, but it's kind of fun, I think. So, like yeah, like I said earlier, if you did this with, I, I don't know, um, uh, Randy Orton and Drew Gulak, it's nowhere near as much fun. <laughs> but because Chad Gable and, and Kevin Owens are such masters of just making bad writing seem funny... So we cut cut all of Matt Riddle's hair off and reduced him as Peter Riddle. You <laughs> would just not be able to make that work. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. No, it wouldn't happen. But yeah, it's fun stuff. Um, I don't know where it's going, and I think the day the one note joke runs out, we are in trouble with this. Um, yeah, there's nothing for Ezekiel yeah. after this. Like, yeah, <laughs> your big comeback <laughs> from when he burnt his guitar. Yeah, Elias is dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's just is, and then what? Eight months later? It's been a really long time. I don't know how long it's been since he burnt his guitar and decided that Elias was over. And now he comes back and he's Ezekiel. And he comes back (laughs) at the bar after WrestleMania and everyone's confused that he's not Ezekiel Jackson. (laughs) And then he's just a shaved guy. Yeah. He's ripped. I'll give him that. He's ripped. ripped, But I give this run two months at best. (laughs) I mean, he does look less like Randy Savage now, which probably eases a lot of tension in Vince McMahon's mind. Yeah. After those reports from last year, weird. Um, personally, I think that the the uh, Byron Saxon looks like the Ultimate Warrior. Better change his act up. Weird. Uh, Lawler talking here um, about how th- th- what, what, this is why you don't have Jerry Lawler on commentary <laughs> in twenty twenty two. This is why you train yourself to tone out WWE commentary. Yeah, <laughs> talking about how Byron Saxon and the Street Profits must listen to the same music as oh, the no. Easter Bunny. Oh. Hip hop. I thought you. Were, <laughs> I thought you thought it was going to be very racist. I mean, it still is a little bit. Still, yeah. It's, it's not. It's, yeah. It's not as bad as I was expecting it to be, yeah. but still, real bad. This coming from the man who, uh, deep in the pandemic era, of course, gave us the uh, ramen noodle moonsault line, and then yeah. uh, then uh, didn't really apologize for it. That was sorry. Good. The what? Yeah, this was. Um, 
Let's not dive into it, but it was a bit of a straight up racism from our man here back in 2020. The ramen noodle in our new segment. Yep. Jerry Lawler's racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Get the jingle, man. Uh, Byron Saxton, by the way, did not like this joke. So, good. Be known. And neither he should have. Neither he should have. But anyway, non title match. Street Profits oh, beat right. RK Bro because, of course, they did. Uh, it's a non title <laughs> match. RK Bro are, of course, the Raw Tag Team Titles. Champions, they're doing a unification storyline with the Usos. That's been made for I was going to say, please tell me it wasn't one of those Backlash. championship contender matches, but then I remembered the unifying it anyway, yeah. so the Street Profits don't really have any so stake in this storyline whatsoever. So what's going on here? By the way, anyone who hasn't done so already, um, I, I assume it's still up, the video, uh, the interview, quote-unquote interview. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yes. really good. Cool. Really go check that out yes. on the YouTube channel. That is a good time. Yes. A very good time indeed. Montez Ford <laughs> taking over an interview, and it's just wonderful. I did like uh, Wilborn, bless him, almost forgetting uh, <laughs> Street Profits. He was a little bit like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, like, like, what's like, oh. going on? Help. <laughs> this extremely charismatic man has stolen my <laughs> microphone. What am I going to do? Uh, but yeah, we got this match. And yes, so the, the Raw Tag Team Champions lost. Um, we got a setup for an RKO. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a bunch of stuff. Uh, the finish was crap because of course it was um, Ford started gesturing to the back the Usos music hit Jimmy and Jay did not show up but of course RK bro because their champions were idiots uh, were distracted by this uh, we got a drop kick from Ford to Orton off the apron before Ford and Dawkins gave Riddle the doomsday blockbuster that they do so well uh, for the pinfall win afterwards Ford said it was a lesson for everybody the Usos are not the only team that RK bro I need mean, to be looking over their shoulder for. Everybody should have learned the lesson to, you know, focus on the wrestling match <laughs> and not pay attention to what's going on on the outside about 20 years ago. Yeah, it's it, this this is another set of match that you could write with an algorithm, isn't it? We've got, yep, we got some champions here. We know exactly what it is. We know the distraction finish. We know the music hitting. It's the exact same thing that we see I all mean, the time. You should have expected it as well. They should have really, like, you know, you're wrestling Street Profits. You should be expecting interference from the Usos because, obviously, they're homies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, I've got Jerry Lawler's notes here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, there we go. They're, they're, um, they're bloods. Quite nasty of the Street Profits here for... For very likable guys, I thought, hey, we're going to distract been a bit you. Like tweeners in a yeah. few things recently. I don't quite know where they're going. Maybe yeah. they're trying to mix up their characters, make them a bit more serious. A bit more edgy. Yeah, I think I had a, bit a nuance seems, to it. Yeah, yeah, the really seriousness the just there, seems yeah. to be coming across as a bit heelishness. <laughs> Speaking of seriousness, would you like to hear from the Blue Man Group? Oh, God. Can I, sorry, <laughs> I, just an hour, what, what were we like half an hour or so in this? Forty minutes into this, didn't you say there was two weddings on this show? Yeah, two weddings. That's One segment. Fortunately. Oh, right. Okay. But some stuff happened in there that will okay, be very... We'll get, sorry, how, far, how far through the show are we now? Like, uh, we need to ramp this up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we do. We are like halfway through the second hour, brother. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Blue Man Group. <laughs> right. Blue Man Group. Edge, Damien Priest, the backstage, dark, smoky is this a room. Via, is this a via thing? Uh, no, this is an Edge thing. <laughs> sorry, sorry you said Blue Man. And I saw. Edge is now Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Dye. Past, past tense of blow was the joke. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Whoosh. Blue, <laughs> blue Man Group, uh, anyway, right, so they're backstage. The room's all smoky, it's dark. Edge is on the throne for some reason. Uh, Damien Priest had the match last week against AJ Styles where it lost because the lights turned blue and that was the end. That was the match. That, uh, <laughs> literally the finish. Damien Priest did some faces, he did some acting. Um, he said even the, a DQ or anything. Yeah, it, just, ended. it just stopped. It's presumably still going on. Um, he said that this was because people were, were going to re- remember who they are. Blue. Um, <laughs> Edge said the, the this side of him has always been there. The seeds were planted when he first arrived with the blue brood, but we all forgot about that. Um, he said the priest was disrespected when Bad Bunny got all the attention at WrestleMania last year. And Bad Bunny was awesome. Of course he did. Uh, Edge was a Hall of Famer, but now he had to beg someone for a match at this year's WrestleMania. Rambled on and on and on, said the AJ that's Styles. Not, that's objectively, even I, who did not watch any of this, know that that's objectively not what happened. Yeah. But you don't have a memory because you're a WWE consumer of some variety, and that's how your memory is. What we tell you, your memory. We didn't beg anybody for a match. Yeah, he did a little challenge gimmick. Did a challenge. He He wanted somebody good, and it was answered after about a week. Yeah, he was (laughs) he was thrilled that it was AJ Styles. He he loved that, and then he won. So what's the problem here, Ed? (laughs) You won already. By the whole the whole uh, way that they're trying to make us just they're telling us our memory is what they tell us our memory is. Are they trying to make out like the brood was a serious thing and not just like? 
Yeah, <laughs> well, that's kind of been the fan narrative of all, of all this, is that the idea of the brood was like this legendary fearsome stable. But I was there for the brood. I was 10 years old, and even yeah. I knew that it was a bit silly. They never won anything. Yeah, it was like, like I love the brood, don't get me wrong. Gangrel, shout out. 100%. But it was stupid. Yeah. It was, it wasn't, he just wasn't drank so- some... Blow yeah. out of a wine glass and spat it on people and the music. The music the absolutely. I think yeah, the what's music. happened here. The music slapped so hard. Yeah, and the entrance was incredible. And they haven't actually. They didn't bring the brood back to do a really terrible revival for it. So it's just it's been allowed to be yeah. preserved. Yeah, and the bits you remember are quite badass. So they're just going with that. Yeah, it's kind of like bringing back the Mean Street Posse as like a gang of badasses. It's just. Well, yeah, they. The well, yeah. yeah. If you think about it, during that they were, you know, they were, they were uh, Shane McMahon adjacent during all that. You know, they the were mean streets of the Greenwich, Connecticut. Streets, yeah. yeah, you could try and pass that off as, as peak ass Rodney and Joey Abs were actually, yeah. were actually brick. Yeah, <laughs> wearing their sweater vests and yeah. So I got like the the result of this was Edge challenging AJ Styles to a rematch at WrestleMania Backlash because it wouldn't be an Edge feud if it didn't last six months. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I picked out a choice. Well, I didn't pick it out. It was actually tweeted by WWE themselves, but they picked this out because they thought it sounded good, right? This is a quote from Edge speaking like a very normal human being in this segment. This is the very beach I was promised. <laughs> this is it. I finally decided not to care what you think and take back what I never lost, which is the pinnacle of this industry, which I call my mountain of omnipotence. Taking back the mountain. <laughs> sorry, can we just... Where did he leave his mountain? Right, sorry. One one clause at a time here, right? <laughs> go, go from the top. I finally decided not to care what you think and take back what I never lost. So, Ed, so the, the actual... What he said here is that he's never lost the mountain... He never lost the mountain of omnipotence. <laughs> yeah. Which is a, a just a concept. It's not, it's yeah. not a real thing. It's, it's yeah. a theological construct in his own head about being good and he never lost it yeah but he didn't have it because he cared that people thought things about he's him. also saying that he doesn't <laughs> care what the fans think because they all cheered him <laughs> they all and he's like so what happened uh, was well, you all like you all like all of you i'm you gonna all go back to me. my mountain of impotence <laughs> <laughs> you all liked me and as a consequence nothing bad happened but now i've decided I'm going to continue to have this thing be consistent, but in the process, turn my back on all of you who are not to blame for a thing that didn't happen. Yeah. Yep. The blued. <laughs> and, uh, See you later. <laughs> it's a uh, terrible audio, but for a brief second, please. <laughs> that, that's the screenshot from shortly after this. Yeah. It's, it's, it looks like that picture. You remember when J.K. Simmons got really buff and there was all those <laughs> pictures of him doing the rounds at the gym? And he had that massive old dude beard at the time. I was like, wow, J.K. Simmons is buff. That's what Edge looks like in that picture. <laughs> and, uh, is that a sofa behind him? It's a plone. Leather. It's a plever he looks like He looks like he's in the diary room of Big Brother as well. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and uh, to shout out to J.K. Simmons, this segment was not my tempo. Um, but it continued. <laughs> It continued. <laughs> we got to uh, three-dimensional entertainment. That is awesome. <laughs> you don't get this every week, do you? You get insight. Um, <laughs> this continued. Uh, Tara Schreiber's with AJ Styles. What's going on? AJ called him Judge Edge. Uh, accepted the challenge, Judge. But then, <laughs> then it got weird. My name is Judge. <laughs> My name is Judge. I'm coming to bar. <laughs> We got some spooky stuff here, gentlemen. Um, the lights flickered. Has Edge got powers now? Edge is now the fiend. Oh yeah. Um, here we go. So the lights. The blue is going to get good. <laughs> the blue. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he messed around with the lights. They came back on. They were blue, obviously. Uh, Priest and Edge were there in the room because they can teleport in blue. <laughs> but only when it's blue. Yeah. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me see that picture. It's kind of it's more, kind of purple, it's isn't more it? purple sometimes. But is that yeah. because he's the, doing the blue light, and obviously the, all the branding's red? It used to be yeah. blue, but it messed with the cameras so bad. You remember when like right. the fiend had the yeah. red lights, and you like, couldn't actually see anything yeah. that was going on? So they've added a bit of purple to add a bit of depth to it, so lads, you can actually lads, see people's this faces. Is, this is this is bisexual lighting. <laughs> this is what movies and TV shows do to represent bisexuality. Is that what this is? Is that why he's going to get Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest, and he's going to have his way with both of them? This is great for WWE if that's if that's the case. That what the mount, mountain of omnipotence really is. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what he that what he stu- he kept, oh my god, he couldn't get it up. 
<laughs> that's what he's. That's, that's what it was. That's what it was. He never lost it. Is it is the mountain of impotence. And he never lost it. And now he's going to get two goth buddies from either gender. And he's good. Oh my god, this is actually great. This so really Rhea Ripley good, and Damien Priest are Edge's fluffers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what he wants. There you go. Yeah. Um, it's the last season of Castlevania or <laughs> Season three, whichever one it was. They beat up AJ Styles. <laughs> I bet. They laid him out. Beat him off. And then they did like. like <laughs> like proper mustache twirling villain laughs. Give me some. Give me some goofy villain laughs. Uh, as you can, as you can hear, I've literally been drunk for four okay. days. Of my <laughs> I've got no voice left. It was. Ha, ha, ha. It was very silly. I had three goes uh, on the karaoke on Sunday night. Three. And here we are. And here we are. It was one of them. I'm blue. Da, ba, do, da, ba, da. It was, no, it was. If I'd known so I was going to be doing this, Phil, it absolutely would have been. But wasn't it? It was. Uh, what, did we, what did I do? I did Robbie Williams and Kylie Minogue. God. <laughs> both both parts. No, no. Me and my friend. Me and my friend Jess do that. Oh, yeah, your friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did one song with a woman and one song with a man. So I'm, I'm in blue man. Your mountain of omnipotence. My mountain of omnipotence. Gentlemen, we have finally reached the third hour hey. of uh, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Stone Cold don't call him Austin Theory. Um, <laughs> defeated Finn Balor. Plus. To win the United States Championship. Yep, why not? Um, in a pretty good match uh, with a clean finish. That's for this what, show, wow, the losing to Pat McAfee at WrestleMania sets you up for hey wins that's, and losses. That's the trajectory matter. of the push right there. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense of this. The trajectory <laughs> of the origin of the initiation of the Mountain of Omnipotence. McGillicuddy, here we go. Um, so yeah, this was totally clean. Uh, the heel one, uh, he got out of the way of a coup de gras, hit the ATL pinfall one two three. New champion. It's his first singles belt, of course. Um, then something weird happened. This is when T-Bar and a bunch of other like really low-level heels, um, Commander Aziz was there. There's a bunch of people floating around. They lifted Austin Fury on their shoulder and celebrated the title. Was Apollo Crews not there? Apollo Crews was there. Oh, yeah. okay. I was going to say, if Commander Aziz is going out on his own, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that. a storyline we need to get on TV right now. Question, question. Is, this not, is, is the headline here not a return then? Didn't T-Bar leave? No, no. T bar's not. T bar's been uh, killing it on main event. Yeah. I hear. Oh, and Mace is still yeah. around. He's going to be in that new thing with Eli Drake. So now that's... called Face. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, Eli so Drake's that's... a manager now. Right. Uh, which, so that's so, we're in. so it's so t- retribution are doing really good, except for Mustafa yeah. um, Ali. Who? Which T bar? Is T bar the one who was? Is he Dominic Dijakovic? T bar. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, he didn't leave. No. no. Why? Okay. I just thought he did. <laughs> So, okay, I guess that's... Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez left of Retribution. Yeah. 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 Mustafa Ali tried to leave. Yeah, he's yeah, desperate. Yeah. T-Bar and Mace are still... Who's Mace? Mace is uh, now one. Face. The Who? one that isn't T-Bar. Who was Mace, though? Oh, before that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, guys, his name escapes me, but he was doing the, the raw commentary. Um, this is really bad. We Jerry Lawler. His name. <laughs> Jerry Lawler. Um, but he was actually quite good. Can't, quite call, good can't call Jerry Lawler Mace. He must be sick of seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> God Almighty! <laughs> but he was like, yeah, he had the raw commentary role, and he was he was quite good at Brennan it. Brennan Williams. There we go. There we go. What was his again? That's another again? Bo- that's another Bournemouth player. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, a bunch of heels. Kinda... Dio Madden. There we go. Dio oh, Madden. Dio Madden. Of course, Dio Madden. Dio Madden. Remember there was all that party that were going to make him feud with Brock, and he was going to be yeah. this huge star because <laughs> Brock beat him up, and now he's face, and now he's face, face, mace with the face. Anyway. um... Yeah, so like a bunch of heels came out and hoisted this other heel on their shoulder like it was some big cathartic babyface triumph that had been earned over months and months and months and months and months uh, toppling some kind of villain. But no, a heel beat a babyface and they did this. It was weird. Vincent Lan came out and took a selfie with Fury because that's been the mentorship. That's been the storyline. Um, Has it? Wasn't the whole yeah. crap that he didn't like him? Yeah, but he was. it was like tough love. Yeah, no, it was right. tough but also, love. Austin Theory lost to Pat McAfee, but Vince beat Pat McAfee. So well, I said Vince this, is better than Austin Theory. I said Theory, this in the so news. Vince is going to be the US champion next yeah. year. <laughs> the, big, the, big, the big setup for this was Austin Theory wrestles a non wrestler, gets beat, and then said non wrestler then gets beat by a 900 year old haunted tree. Yeah. And that's his push into the US title picture. Yeah. Right. And then he wins. Yeah. In a match we've seen roughly a thousand times now. Yeah. Austin Theory versus Finn Balor. And Vince McMahon hates Finn Balor, is basically the story of yeah. this. Finn Balor. Elevating younger wrestlers is his new role, isn't it? What's yes. Finn Balor still doing there? Um, probably Getting making a lot of paychecks. money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making money and living the easy life. I guess. <laughs> yep. I guess he's Shinsuke Nakamura in himself. Yeah. I wonder if he likes surfing too. Maybe. Okay. Legos. 
Legos. He's got all our money to spend on Legos. Lego. <laughs> Tinfoil pal. Tinfoil pal and a pedal bin. Uh, Kevin Patrick's backstage. Wilborn usually does a voice. I cannot do the voice that he does for Kevin Patrick. Who's Kevin Patrick? Kevin Patrick is our Irish backstage correspondent. Is that his real name? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, he's very good at his job. Um, talking about the mystery opponent, who's it going to be? Nothing much going on here. Uh, double weddings. You ready for Yay! a double wedding? This is the greatest no. built storyline in the history of WWE. World. This is uh, in the twenty four seven title division, of course. Um, it's supposed to be twenty four seven title still a thing. Yeah. Oh yes. The deal was Reggie was going to marry Dana Brooke. Yes. And Akira Tozawa. Tozawa's marrying bloody Tamina. Uh, nobody Tamina. meaner. Akira Tozawa's, yeah. man. Ain't nobody meaner than Tamina. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz, that's perfect. Dear <laughs> me. Uh, we got to... We got to this, right? Akira Tozawa <laughs> marrying Tamina. Akira yeah. Tozawa. It's very strange. They've been doing these segments with them. 24-7 title. Nothing's off... off. Off, off the Speaking of people getting paychecks. <laughs> yeah. Our truth was here. Uh, he was the uh, officiant. He was marrying these people. Huge and fan. there's a bunch of people here to celebrate with them. Garza and Angel. Garza and Angel. Garza and Angel. <laughs> Garza and Umberto. Angel and Umberto. Didn't they break up the other week on SmackDown? Yeah, they were in a, a handicap match or a triple threat or whatever. And, and now they they're lost back and in... each other or something. Yeah. Well, anyway. uh, Raw's a different universe, man. Uh, Nikki <laughs> Ash was there, not dressed as a superhero. Um, ah, interesting. Yeah, Brooke and Tamina came down in their wedding dresses. Uh, there was chance of what as they were reading their vows. So the crowd were like, what the hell is going on here? Um, there was some applause for Tamina and Tozawa because they kept their of vows very it was. short. Yeah. yeah. It's They're the, the best. most over storyline yeah. in the world. Best and you know, in the history of wrestling. Exactly. And yeah, ratings wise, weddings always do well inexplicably. So if you have two of them in one segment, double your yeah. double ratings, double your ratings, 5 million viewers, Easy. bros. Um, R-Truth asked if anyone objected. Tamina, who's getting married here, uh, said that she did. Uh, she yanked Reggie over. Reggie, of course, is going to get married to, to, to Dana Brooke. Uh, and then pushed Tazaba over to Brooke. So we had a tease of them marrying Wait, other did... people. Right, so sorry, sorry. Wife swapped. Just, 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 just clarify, <laughs> yeah. just clarify. On this show, which isn't NXT, by the way, we've had... All this via coming stuff. Yeah. We've had Edge <laughs> getting his first erection in six months. Yeah. We've, had now, we've had Jerry Lawler. We've had Jerry Lawler. And now we've got keys in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so we had keys in the ball. But then the keys kept twirling around the ball. Um, because oh, instead of tell that... Me Reggie married Tazawa <laughs> and that was the ending of this. Well, <laughs> almost. Uh, Tamina put Reggie and Tazawa together before joining Brooke and herself together. And the crowd cheered because they thought Tamina and Brooke were going to get married. But this was all pointless because they ended up getting married to the... Dude, those women are going to kiss. <laughs> yeah. So uh, wrestling... I don't know what that says about wrestling fans. You can make your own narrative there with EC3, I guess. Um... But yeah, they, they married as they were intended to. So Dana and Reggie got married and Tamina and, and Tozawa got married. Uh, they put on the rings. The men kissed the brides. They made it official. And then afterwards, Reggie immediately pinned Brooke, his wife, yep. <laughs> to win the 24-7 title. Um, Did he do it in the cake? That's the only thing I ever wanted was from this, was to roll up into a cake. Sadly not. Sadly waste, not. What a waste of a wedding. Did anyone go into just, a cake? They're just not on your level, Phil. Did anyone go into a cake? No cakes. Oh, my God. No cakes here. Uh, Tamina beat up Reggie. How do you write him. a wedding in WWE and you don't do anyone going into a cake? It, 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 <laughs> it's inexplicable. It's inexplicable. There was a bunch of stuff here with the 24-7 title. All right, Phil, you want to get over this cake thing? No. You're in, um. you're in tears over there. <laughs> <laughs> Weddings. <laughs> oh, come on. That was a good uh, joke. That was a good joke. Yeah. This... I've got no thoughts on this. Yeah, I just, I, I, I <laughs> yeah. just, I just feel really sorry for uh, Akira Tozawa and. So are Reggie. they married? Is yeah, but they're already fighting. They're just, I mean, uh, obviously that's yeah, fine. But so long as they are actually wrestling. married, and we're going to get a good double divorce at some point, that's yeah. they're just normal men. The whole divorce, who we getting in lawyer wise for this? They're just innocent men, yeah. like Billy Joel. At the end result of this, quoting from a dog on CBBS, then that's the level I've dropped you here. (laughs) The end result of this was that Dana. We've all seen the meme. Packety dog, shout out, my boy. (laughs) Dana Brooke is the twenty four seven champion. Still, Uh, they're married. So Reggie didn't even pin it properly. He he did, but then Dana pinned Tazawa somehow. (laughs) Wait, wait, what? (laughs) Tazawa won the belt. A load of rubbish. A load of rubbish. <laughs> Tamina won it as well. Stuff happened, man. Stuff happened. Um, 
they're, they're Are they going on a honeymoon now? Is that next week's Ooh, show? Ooh, that's why I want double honeymoon. Didn't Drake Maverick do this entire thing with the 24-7? This entire story. They don't have any ideas anymore. Yeah. Fine. With, they're with, just doing it with two couples Didn't he get now. pinned on flight? Yeah. Yeah. We're just repeating it all, but with two couples, because that makes it better. Okay. And new. All right. Bring back Rob Gronkowski. Okay. Anyway, uh, earlier today, MVP... Got a message for Bobby Lashley. MVP no. and Bobby Lashley have split up. It's not the main event yet. Uh, no, sorry. I, f- um, I feel like I've aged about three or four years doing this. Don't need to go too much into this, but okay. MVP has turned on Bobby Lashley and has now sided with Omos. It's like, it's, why is everything horny? Why is it turned on? Why is it turned on? I mean, it's Bobby Lashley, look at him. The end result of this segment, there was an interview with Sarah Schreiber and uh, Bobby Lashley. Uh, Almost versus Bobby Lashley in an arm wrestling contest next week. Yay! Yeah. Well, going back to that bucket. Yeah. Big strong boys. Yeah. Could be fun. I mean, I'm fine with MVP joining forces with Almost. I think it's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Arm wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> are we going to be doing a assault course? Have we gone back to Bobby Lashley versus <laughs> Sami Zayn? Is that where we're at? It might be. It might be. We're going to get Sami Zayn's sisters. Bobby's sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was oh, Bobby's sisters. sisters. Of course. Maybe. Yeah, one of them was... Uh, one of one of Bobby Lashley's sisters on that show was Max Caster, if I recall. What a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. Anyway, we finally get to our main event. Who's Cody Rhodes' mystery opponent? Is it Arn Anderson? Is it Pharaoh the dog? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. It's Kevin Owens. Because him and Seth are mates. Kevin Owens, he was in the midst of a storyline yeah. in yeah, the same a, show. Very different person, yeah. Is he? Is he but he didn't give him anything. Yeah. Okay. So they had a pretty good match. It's about 17 minutes. Um... Definitely could have saved this one to build properly for a pay-per-view. Like. For sure. And they could have also done a good finish. That would have been nice. Um, <laughs> what was the finish, Andy? Well, my friend, it was a counter. <laughs> because, of course it was. Well, we should have played the game. DQ, distraction, or counter? <laughs> yeah. So Rollins was at ringside ding, ding, ding. doing Rollins stuff where he's like, ha ha, yeah, I'm, I'm in a suit. Um, Owens <laughs> that tried is what he does. To, <laughs> tried to hit Cody with a powerbomb. Uh, Cody backdropped him onto the apron. Uh, this was outside, so Owens is outside. Uh, Seth is very upset. He told Kevin Owens, and I quote, to get his fat ass back in the ring. <laughs> That's literally what he said. Um, Kevin Owens went, screw you, and left. He walked out. So Cody wins via countout. Uh, I mean, to be fair, Kevin Owens has a lot on his brain with the whole Ezekiel yeah. thing. Yeah. Fair enough. He now he dragged was... into this by Seth. He never, got, he never got anything from Seth from that little team-up that they did. Sore back, really, yeah. from, from carrying him all this time. And he also now owes Chad Gable 90 bucks. So True. there you go. Uh, she owes him 117 bucks. Of, <laughs> of course, of course, exchange rates. Uh, Rollins followed Owens to the back. Cody was a bit annoyed because, well, I, I wanted to win properly. I'm Cody Rhodes. Uh, he did his little pose. Rollins came down, pushed him off, uh, screamed at Cody, and that was the end of the show. Credits roll. Um, yeah, I mean, another thing you could have written by algorithm. The match was pretty good. It would have been better without the finish, obviously. It was kind of one-sided. Like, Kevin Owens hit, like, all of his big moves in this. Like, Frog Splash, all kinds of stuff going on. Cody basically d- did none of his. Um, so it was kind of like, hey, I'm not giving any of my big stuff away, but you're giving all of yours away, Kev. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's how we ended the show, and uh, that's how you uh, end a week of Raw. Now, now, Vince, now Vince, obviously, I'm quite a big player at AEW. Uh, obviously, you still don't know what I'm going to be doing yet, but I, I am interested. I'm entertaining the idea that maybe, maybe I come back to where it all began for me. Maybe, maybe I could go be a big star. WWE again but I'm telling you I, I don't want any of that I don't want any of that nonsense I don't want any of that WWE stuff that was the reason we all left and set up the company in the first place I don't want any of these 20 minute talking segments at the start of Raw that lead to an illogically booked main event I don't want any pointless non-finishes for the same I don't none of that none of that those are my only conditions you got a bus what was that was that, yet? was that a yes I can't actually make out a word saying <laughs> well I'm going to take that as a no Cody we definitely won't book you that way where do I sign mm. hate it but like I say you got a bus so yeah. who's laughing now got bus, yeah he's yeah. got a bus part of his uh, Cody bus contract negotiations uh, he got a he got his own bus a Cody wagon yeah so it's, there's definitely a better way of doing this where you don't redo Seth Rollins versus Cody because you've already done it and Cody won. Yeah, and how could it be better just, than Mania? Yeah, and if you want to do something else for a stopgap between now and SummerSlam or whenever when he's actually going to wrestle for the titles, then you could do Kevin Owens at the pay-per-view and you yeah. can build that probably because you've got the link there with Seth and Kevin Owens and you could have done something that actually built to a pay-per-view and then a really good match where Cody Rhodes beats Kevin Owens in like what? 
it's probably like a little bit of a dream match from what people yeah. have thought about from his times in AEW and he's also it actually means something. He's also been away long enough that you don't have to put him with anyone he already wrestled in a previous when he was previously at the company. Yeah. You don't need yeah. to put him with Seth again. That was a great, yeah. great one off match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really perfect, did represent. Perfect there was a perfect it. WWE guy and Cody yeah. coming in. Perfect. Great one off. You don't Super. But he's already said that. Ah, we wrestled for the tag title six or seven years ago. Oh, like, all right, we've done it then. Yeah. Just put him with people who you'd never thought you'd get to see Cody wrestle. And Kevin Owens is one of them. But then do an actual match. Yeah. (laughs) Do it probably. Oh, you know what? When I was sitting there fantasy booking, you know, during during the Wednesday Night Wars when I was tugging myself raw fantasy booking all this WWE versus AEW stuff you could do, I could not stop dreaming about doing Cody Kevin Owens with a non-finish for 15 minutes on roll for no reason whatsoever. Cody's one of the guys that is really good at making things feel important. Yes. We should help Edge out then. <laughs> <laughs> this is not that. Use Cody's strengths properly to build to big things, and he'll give you gold. Yeah. Rather Doesn't than feel like it. Or showing a Kevin Owens match for the sake of a count-out finish. Yes. Um, yeah, so there we are. Despite... Um, you know, the overall tone today, I, it was an okay show. Ross been okay recently. It's yeah. not, you know, the, the wacky stuff is uh, not going to be everyone's cup of tea uh, or cup of blue goo if you're Edge. Um, I thought this was okay this week. Uh, how did it sound to you gentlemen who are yet to watch the show? Just I mean, sound. I'm going to go watch the wedding segment right now. Yeah. Well, at least get better than us. sounded like an episode of WWE Monday Night Raw to me, Andy. Yep. And speaking of which, we'll be back this afternoon with our NXT preview. Aren't you lucky? Oh, <laughs> I think I'm all Jerry Lauded out at this point. <laughs> Wait till we go through the joys that are in store for us this Tuesday night. I've not actually looked to see what's on tap, so that could be fun. That could be fun. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining us today. Uh, how does how do we sign do these off? Do you want to the Will Ball yeah, please, please. Well, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, and I can't stress enough, it is normally good. Make sure to subscribe to Watch <laughs> Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or get podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we review War for some reason. We review SmackDown. <laughs> we preview them both when we can be bothered to. There's also NXT 2. As well as oh. AW Dynamite, Rampage. Any other third company started while I've been off uh, the loop? Nah. No good. Well, just those two occasional interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. But as I say, I've been joined by Andy H. Murray, Phil Chambers. Where can they get you both on Twitter? At Phil My Chambers. At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for hey, hope you're tuned in all the way through. That's it, pal. There we get me at Adam Cleary, C-L-E-L-Y, but don't feel like you have to. The entire What Culture Wrestling family at What Culture WWE at your disposal, at your service. But we have been three thrown together, tired looking boys, and we will see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.